Bodo, 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 Bodo. Hey everyone, thank you for listening. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at The Fabled Broadcast or on Twitter at The Fabled Tweets. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, email us at thefabledbroadcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and TuneIn, or wherever podcasts are available. Yeah, dude. Crushing claws. <laughs> it's no laws. It's no laws when you're drinking claws. When you're drinking claws. Yeah. I heard that was a myth. I don't know. How do you feel right now? <laughs> Refreshed. Yeah, it's, it's uh, really good, man. I wanted to hate it. I really wanted to hate it. Dude, White Claws are on fire right now. Um, we're having trouble like keeping them in stock. We'll get like a load, like a, a truckload, and it'll be gone in the same day. And then it'll be another Crazy. month before we get another one or something. You know, uh, yeah. they just can't keep up with demand. Yeah, um, and they're not expected to catch back up till next spring. Whew. They're in the process of buying old breweries and finding different places to uh, brew wow. that, to make that. <laughs> like that's. Yeah, I hate to be part of that trend, but. I mean, I'm not really part of it. I, it's not like I'm not going to ever drink beer again. You know, right. I just like these because they're kind of, it's like drinking, you know, like flavored water. Yeah. Tastes great. They do taste good. It's yeah. it's the over-carbonation I can't, I don't, I don't like. Yeah, I could see that. I don't, I like, but ever since I stopped drinking like, like sodas and whatnot, I can't take carbonated drinks. Yeah. You know? My sister can't. She's never been able to drink them. She just. It's never liked anything with bubbles in it. Yeah. Yeah. Beer's a little bit different. It's a softer carbonation. Yeah. You know, uh, and after you pour like beer into like a glass, a lot of the, the carbonation leaves. Yeah. You know? Yep. Uh, so anyway. Yeah. It does have kind of a, um, like sort of energy drink sort of carbonation to it. Yeah. But yeah, pretty tasty. The grapefruit one, it's it's kind of like tastes yeah. like stomach acid almost. Everyone loves that black cherry. Black cherry's good. Raspberry's good. Yeah. Lime's pretty good. Yeah. Did yeah. you get a sampler pack or something? Little, yeah, it had four different little twelver. Yeah. They're little itty bitty cans. I wish they were bigger. Oh, they come bigger. Yeah, I saw the the tall boys or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, hey man, white claws. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got uh, some mixed reactions when I. I feel like they should endorse us now. <laughs> yeah, right. Shit, send me some free ones. I'll try any flavor you send me. <laughs> <laughs> like more than once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll take all the samplers I can get. Yeah. All right, episode fifty-three, five-three. We're here. We're here. We're queer. Get used to it. Speak, uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the uh <laughs> every time I hear somebody say we're here that's like the first thing. I think I think it too. I just yeah. wasn't going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're, here and we're queer. Yeah. 
Shout it out from the rooftops. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, so yeah. So we're gonna do another. Or well, we didn't really realize what we were doing last time. We were kind of just review, or we sort of we sort of planned to review the album, and yeah. So we're just gonna do that again. That seemed that seemed to work pretty well. There were a ton of uh, requests. Yeah, we got a lot of requests from listeners on social media. Some serious, right? Some not so some not so serious. Yeah, Um, yeah. We're gonna work our way through all of them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, most of them. Most of them, yeah. There's a yeah, there's a lot in there where uh, I don't know if we could dedicate a whole episode to, but we could we could maybe do like two. It one. might be a five minute episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like a commercial. A lot of them. There's not a whole lot of content. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, oh look, it's the same song with different lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Again, <laughs> speaking of which. Speaking of which, before we get into this album, which this happens on this album too, I'm a I'm an Ario Speedwagon fan. Yeah. And fucking me too. fucking Enrique Iglesias and Pitbull just pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. That's okay. They fucking stole that shit. I'll play a second of it. Let's see if I could if I could pull up my text. They this. uh they stole uh, "Take It on the Run." Yeah, uh, pretty much stole "Take It on on the Run," but like they didn't steal the chorus. They just stole like a little bit of the verse and then made it their chorus. And like this is apparently the new thing to do. Well, that's not it. But yeah, that's not. Damn, it. she's hot. Who is that? Ariana Grande. Hmm. <laughs> Charlie's Angels one. She's got me like Oh yeah, here it comes. Uh, and of course it's Miffle Bob. Yeah. Like she wants to mess around. Some delayed screaming in the background. That's always a good club song. Right there. They even stole the chord progression. Yeah. It's like a cover, but not really. Yeah, because they they, did, they stole the quote-unquote hook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's enough. That, that, that's not the album we're reviewing. But. Absolutely not. That. God, that it just pisses me off, man. I get it. I can't stand it. Country like, artists do that too. They they steal phrases like "put your hands in the air" and wave them like you just don't care. It's like shut up. You can't man. say that. Shut up. Yeah, like it's like it's old. First of all, and you know, you probably made fun of that music when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. Just God, man. It, it, like originality. Like they're like, oh, well, this worked and sold a bunch of albums, so we're just gonna do that again. Yeah, that's exactly what that is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and. uh it's one thing like to sample, right? But like that's a blatant ripoff, you know. Like we, uh, you and I go on and on about like regulators, and I keep forgetting. Yeah, like he sampled "Keep Forgetting" and yeah. made it his own tune. Right. You know. Yeah. He just changed the words pretty much. 
yeah, yeah. It it wasn't even the same chorus. It wasn't it yeah. wasn't anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the verse was the hook. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and and this one is just it's a blatant ripoff. That happens on so okay. The album we're doing is Stevie Wonder songs in the key of life. Yes, and uh, Coolio did that on one of the songs here. Oh yeah, let's play that one. Yeah, since we're on the subject, it's a, yeah, it's a. It's it blew a really me cool away song. when I heard that. I know, right? When I heard that, I was like, what? "Hey, this sounds a lot like." <gasps> oh yeah, it totally oh, is, man. It it yeah, it even, definitely even is. Even the the melody on the chorus. Exactly. Like, yeah. come up with your own goddamn melody, man. He he only changed like one word. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, this is pastime paradise. But yeah, the uh, that's what the actual song is, pastime paradise. Yeah. Um, it's a sweet song. It is. Yeah. What was the uh, Michelle Pfeiffer movie this came from? Dangerous Minds. Oh, man. This is so hot. (laughs) Yes. You hear that? Mm hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Some jingle bells in there too, or like sleigh bells. Yeah. It's a blatant ripoff. Oh yeah. Yeah, he just put like a rap beat behind it. Yeah. And like a drum machine behind it, and like. Uh, I think there's like a heavier bass line in the Coolio one that yeah. matches the drums that are added to it. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's really cool here and where some of these songs come from, though. Yeah, it, it's one thing to be like influenced, but like this, like blatantly ripping it off. I just, just kind of pissed off, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that one was done for a movie, but it was also the biggest song Coolio ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how about that? Your claim to fame is ripping off someone else's song. Yeah, and maybe maybe they did it with Stevie Wonder's good, you know, blessing. I don't know, yeah. man. It, Stevie Wonder doesn't seem like the type of cat to be like, no, you can't, you can't do that. No, my song. Yeah, yeah no. There's a he's got you know 800 others. He probably really didn't care because there's like what 30 songs on this album. Like it's insane. Yeah, it's a double album. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 21 songs. I don't know if the original had 21 on it. But. And it's still not as long as uh, uh, Fear Inoculum. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. What, well, one of their songs is like five of those. Yeah. Yeah, this, this album is great. Like, uh, whenever my dad gave me that reel-to-reel, yeah. this was one of the like actual albums that was in there. Oh, nice. And, like, the second, uh, I'm sorry, not the second. Yeah, the second side wasn't even opened. Oh, wow. My dad had just listened to the first reel. Like, he hadn't even opened the second one. Like, it was still taped to the the actual reel. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, I I was like, well, I mean, these are old, and reel reels aren't really worth much, so I'm just going to, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when a lot first time I heard like this song and a couple of the other songs. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh it sounds cool in that reel to reel. I mean I bet, it, man. 
Dude, he's, he did some pretty progressive stuff on here. Like, it, it, yeah. like a lot of the, the synth sound that he used and whatnot for 1976, I was really impressed. Yeah. Well, that's a, when a lot of those synths were really kind of hitting it big. Yeah, but, like, like in more mainstream is what I'm talking about. Like, uh, uh, have a talk with God, this yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that random filter. Yeah. But even, like, all the yeah. things, like, all around. The like detuned chimes in there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you ever heard the conspiracy theory about Stevie Wonder? No. Well, he's not blind. That he was a. Look at your face. What? <laughs> the uh, what's the point in that? <laughs> I don't believe it either. But like, it's uh. <laughs> That he was kind of created like, like they, you know, how they create boy bands. Uh, oh, he, but back yeah. in the day, he was he was just a super, super, super credibly talented musician. Yeah. But like Ray Charles was really big and shit, and they're like, if you pretend like you're blind, people think you're you're a fucking genius. And he is a genius, yeah. total musical genius. But, dude, his piano work on here is fucking. Oh, amazing. I know, dude. Like yeah. his band on here is fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I don't, I don't believe it because you know he's. Uh, it would have been outed by now, you know. Yeah, he's an old dude. You know how you how you test that? Have him catch something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw something right at his face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but like catch him off guard. Don't even tell him about it. Right. Yeah. yeah don't even say like think fast or anything. Just chest yeah. pass. <laughs> That'd be brutal. But like the. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey man. Yeah. Yeah, you'd find out real quick, and then go to jail probably. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and feel horrible. I mean, why would you do that to Stevie Wonder? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I was. It's funny when you when you know that when you know that exists, and then you hear a lot of songs. Like there's a lot of songs in here. Like one in particular that we'll play here in a second. That it's all about like color. Yeah, like there's a yeah. lot of a lot of mentions of different colors and stuff, yeah. and you would be like, I wonder what if he knows what any of those. I was thinking the same thing. Any of those. Same thing. It was like, how do you know? Yeah, yeah, I know. Hmm. Hmm. And also the uh, <laughs> uh, there's this joke like, how does a how does a blind person know when he's done wiping his ass? Yeah, it's like I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Somebody write in. It just smells like toilet paper. (laughs) Right. You probably do have to smell it. But I would would trust my eyes more than my nose for sure. Oh, absolutely. All right. So speaking of the one about colors, this one, this this song is 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 the shit. It is. This is probably like the funkiest, like just like raw song on the fucking. Yeah. It's. it's The lyrics are really cool too. Like they're kind of. uh, you know, they're very patriotic. Yeah. Um, this is like that Clavinova in there. It's always like, a, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is 1970s, like, 
badass black man walking down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fighting for my yeah, people's yeah, rights. Yeah, driving like a big Cadillac. Yeah. So yeah, there's the first mention of color. Black man. One left. <laughs> Two. Yeah, here we go. There's three. <laughs> right there. It's just crazy, like, that a blind man would write a, a, a song about. It was, like, all color themed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if like slightly I ironic. I don't know like like what le- I, you know. I'm not trying to discount his blindness by any means, but I wonder like how blind he is. Like if he could see like some because some blind people could make out like figures, right, and right. kind of see different shades of right. Stuff. Well, that's how my grandmother is. Yeah, like, she's pretty much blind. She can't see who you are, but she can see when someone's in the room. She'd be like, "Oh, who is this? Yeah, who are you? Yeah, yeah. I don't know." I mean, I definitely. I just want to say, I definitely. I definitely think he's blind. I, I'm not right. into this theory, but uh, you know, that's what the internet does. Crazy theories. That bass sound reminds me of uh, something Paris. What's the name of that that group? Paris. Something Paris. Paris. Let me look it up. We'll have to play it after this. Uh, something Paris. Paris Monster. Paris Monster. Now hold on. Hold on. A vision complete. Well, look, look it up after this. And we'll talk about that. It's got that same kind of like groove under it. Yeah, that, that hard, like, kind of bass. What's it called again? Paris Monster. A vision complete. Yeah, we'll do that top one in a second. The, these, yeah, guys these guys are badass. That guy's good, yeah. There's two of them, man. It's a, it's him and a bassist, or him and a guitarist. Oh, I've seen him do it. Uh, solo, yeah. He's uh, he's done it solo. Yeah, see, there, there they are. This both of them. In the horn section, man. Yeah. It's in like all of it, dude. dude oh. Yeah, that was huge back then. Oh, oh yeah. Like in 76, like you had to have horns. Oh, yeah. You're doing like some sort of funk thing. Yeah. And like all the musicians in his band are, are badass. Yeah. Like some of the shit that they do on here just blows me away. Like Sir Duke. 
yeah. where he's talking about like like music and the, the theme of like music and how music is like a common language. Yeah, yeah. It's so it's so awesome. Let's see who the artists were that played on this. Whoa. Okay, so. Uh, the working title was originally Let's See Life the Way It Is. Um. That, that's not picking at all. Totally fingering that bass. Yeah. A total of 130. I think it is Yeah, some sort of synth. I think it's like a bass clavinova. Or it might just be his clavinova that he's like playing real down low. Yeah. All right, so... Dude, okay, so hold on, hold on. Let's listen to this part. time I ever heard this, I was sitting in my apartment by myself, and they started yeah. shouting on this song. Yeah. It scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I thought people were like outside my door, like fighting. Oh yeah. Oh dude. Because I was kind, I was just kind of half in. If you, it. you hear the uh, the vocoder? I've never heard that before. Yeah. Nice. On the right side. Yeah, on the right side. Yeah. That's the shit. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I've never heard that before. So funny that is cool. really it's cool. Fucking Stevie Wonder, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's like him singing and then like like it's blended with the uh, the vocoder, which he might have the he might be singing with the the, the yeah thing might in be his mouth. talk box yeah. yeah. There was only like one synth that could do the talk box thing back then, the vocoder thing. It was called the vocoder, I think. 
where that word came from. That's yeah. That I was driving down the road when I first heard that song, and I'm just like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, oh, oh, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, okay, so a total of 130 people worked on the album. Jesus, but wonders, uh, wow, per, what is that word? Preminis, prim, 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 prominence. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> if I could crush in them claws, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't read anymore. Uh, among the people present during the sessions, uh, legendary figures of R&B, soul, and jazz music. Herbie Hancock. Yes. Played the Fender Rhodes on As. Um, George <laughs> Benson played electric guitar on Another Star. George Benson is like a bad-ass fucking jazz guitarist. Yeah. Uh, let's keep going out. Um, uh, Minnie Ripperton, Denise Williams, back in vocals. Um, Mike Cimbello was prominent throughout the album, playing guitar on most of the tracks and co-writing Saturn, which is a badass song. Saturn. Yeah. I mean, I haven't listened to the whole the whole album in depth. As much, as much as I would like to before now, yeah. I'm going to because I mean it's all awesome. Yeah. Like it, 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 let's listen to that uh, Paris Monster real quick before we start getting off onto another tangent. Like, because I I mean it's worth mentioning because these guys are awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So this guy that it's got a little monophonic synth set up on his drum kit. To Dave Smith Mofo. And then, yeah, he plays drums and sings. It's crazy. And keyboard, yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind of got that same feel. Yeah, he's it's playing it like an organ, kind of. Like, tapping it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, he's playing it with his hi hat hand, so, like, he's keeping time with it. Cool. Like you can't help but watch it because it's it's really cool to watch him sit behind this trap kit and sing and play the uh, keyboard. Yeah, that's hard, man. It really is. Well, singing to play the drums, period, is hard. Right, but then you add like a holding the bass. Yeah. And I, I saw an interview with him. <laughs> so I saw an interview with him, and the, the guy was talking. He's like, "How do you get to that point where you're singing, where you're playing the drums, and you're singing over top of it, and you're playing the keyboard?" He's like. Well, I was playing the drums, and then I started singing, 
Then it started singing over the drums. And I thought, I'm just going to try this keyboard thing. Yeah. And he just started doing it. Yeah. And he said, he's like, you know, it, like, I'm kind of just keeping time on the keyboard. Yeah. And, and playing the beat behind it. So it's really just incorporated into my kit. Like, he's like, I don't think of it as, like, I'm playing the keyboard separate from the kit. Like, yeah. it's all one, still one instrument. And he said, the singing over top is a, uh, uh, it's a coordination exercise. So, like, you know, you just hold down uh, a, a beat and then you work on, you know, running a scale or, you know, saying different yeah. things. Over. You don't even have to say any words. You just, at first, just say oohs and ahs and check it that, 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 check it that, that. Yeah. You know, start trying to do weird rhythms over it and get the coordination down. Yeah. I mean, just like Stevie Wonder and playing the uh, playing the piano, like his hands are doing some amazing things. And then his voice over top of it is just unbelievably good. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it just amazes me how well some people can sing. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. And just, yeah, like just lit, com- lit loose completely, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, That's something I want to get back into is like just like starting to sing. But like, you know, I mean, be realistic, like be able to sing well by like 40. Yeah. You know, I mean, if you start practicing and I mean, anybody can do it. You know, yeah. it's just a matter of putting time into it. You know, and that's that's all it is. You get some lessons, put some time into it. Anybody yeah. can do it. I'm not saying like by 40 I'm going to be singing as well as Stevie Wonder. Yeah. That'll never happen. I'm realistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but yeah. I mean, have some talent by 40. That's two and a half years. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No. I think, uh, uh, but yeah, Stevie Wonder something else, man. Always has. Yeah. He, could, he plays drums too. There's yeah. a... Um, there's a video on YouTube of him in like late sixties, early seventies. Mm-hmm. Someone leads him over to a drum kit at one of his shows and he does a drum solo. Yeah. He, um, he famously went into a guitar center like a few years back and, uh, like he was going in there to buy, um, an electronic drum kit. Yeah. And some kid was playing on it. Yeah. And, so, um, he ended up going up to the kid and like, you know, just chit chatting with him and shit. Yeah. And like gave the kid like an impromptu, like 20 or 30 minute lesson on the drums. And <laughs> it's <fucking> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. And then still bought him like, but you know, he was going in there to kind of demo him and play him. So he yeah. kind of, instead of like kicking the kid off, you know, he was just like, well, let's play these things together. Like, show me what you got or whatever. And he's like, well, you know, try doing this maybe instead and stuff like that. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah. That is so, you're fucking Stevie wonder. Yeah. You're, you're Stevie wonder. That's like, that's still being humble and that's fucking awesome. You know, you get someone like Mike Portnoy, Mm -hmm. he'd go in there and be like, Hey kid, let me see that. Let me in there. Yeah. Get out of the way. He or at least he comes off like that. Right. I, yeah. I don't know the guy personally. Yeah, I don't either. But yeah, he. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Granted, um, if I was in Guitar Center playing drums and Mike Portnoy came in, I'd just be like, "All right, dude, here you can have this." <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You play. Yeah. You do it. <laughs> yeah. Now his Stevie Wonder's like you know James Corden, that guy that does like one of those late shows. Yeah. The British guy. He does that carpool karaoke. Oh yeah, and he did it with Stevie Wonder one time, and that that's probably one of the best ones. I think I saw that. 
I don't want to really play it, but because we're already playing a bunch of, you know, we'll, we'll, there'll be a lot of redundancy in the songs that are on this album, but like, I don't, uh, uh, and we don't want to really promote the James Corden show on, on <laughs> but anyways, yeah, you should believe that. Yeah. You should believe his name just because <laughs> yeah. you said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here yeah. we are promoting White Claws, but fuck James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, but it was one of the, the better ones and you know, you, it's, it's awesome, like hearing him sing those songs, like in a car. You know, it's really yeah, because cool. his voice is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God, all right, it's fucking amazing. All right, what are we doing next? What's next, uh, let's see. You know this album better than I do, so. Well, let's do what's, Saturn because that's what's the one with the chick singing. Um, let's see, I don't remember, and then. One of the songs that I really, really like on this album. Hold on, let me uh, open my phone. Uh, I'm gonna do Saturn because this song is cool. It's like a, it's a cool concept. You know, it's um, he's talking about, um, you know, what it'd be like if we all in the future lived on Saturn. Yeah, and he's just explaining it. It's almost like a science fiction song. The the album is an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, it's awesome though. It's a double album. You get a you get a lot of value for your money because all the songs on it just yeah. fucking rule it. And and the Tool album is an hour and twenty seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, for they, they have Tool by eighteen minutes. Yeah. Oh, the one with the chick singing? Yeah. Uh, oh. So, what really got me about this album is, like, he spans a lot of genres. Oh, yeah. Like, he's got, like, like R&B, funk, disco, um, yeah. soul, classical. He, play, he plays a harpsichord on here. Um, uh, what, what's the one? Uh, Village, Village Ghetto Land? Yeah. It's it's classical. Like even his yeah. melody over top, like it yeah, sounds the, uh, like that song. Confusion Baroque. is like a prog rock song. Contusion? Is it contusion? Yeah. Oh, that makes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was confusion. Uh, let's see. Ordinary pain is that the one with uh, the girl? I'm trying to. He's got He's got like the soft like Ballad space song like this And then he's got the love song Like isn't she lovely Yeah I think he's talking about a daughter there It is his daughter yeah That's her crying at the end Or yeah. like giggling or whatever yeah. You know being a baby Which one it is with her? We have come here many 
it might be ordinary pain. Yeah. I think it is ordinary pain. I think that's what she says a couple of times. Yeah, that song's awesome, too. You know what that sounds like? Do you remember the group from the 90s called In Vogue? Yes. Uh, yeah, they're, they're the ones that are never gonna get it, never gonna get it. That and thing. now it's time yeah. for a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> like that group. <laughs> and, uh, My love, There's a chick in, in Vogue that has a voice that's almost identical to that chick that's doing the call and response oh, on that yeah. song, or the singer on that song. It's crazy. It almost sounds like an In Vogue song at that part. It, it's, they're probably heavily influenced. Oh, yeah. So, little uh, little side note here. Uh, so, yesterday when I got to Brittany's house, I uh, sorry, I'm trying to share this contact work anyway uh when i got i got to brady's house and i was looking for something honey or something because yeah. i was gonna do honey over berries and milk i found her pumpkin coffee oh and i hit it <laughs> <laughs> and this morning we were downstairs and uh she noticed it was gone no last night she noticed it was gone and then she found it because i didn't I didn't hide it that well, right? Yeah. <laughs> I forget yeah. when I did it. I, I it was at nighttime when I hit it, and then the yeah. next morning, like she noticed, but she found it. Yeah. So this morning I hit it again, <laughs> <laughs> and she just look at this. She just texted me because she just noticed. She probably it's nine o'clock. She's probably setting up her coffee to. Uh, uh, <laughs> she probably set up set up her coffee pot to uh, so she can go upstairs and go to bed. <laughs> She goes, where the fuck is my coffee? I said, where did you put it? <laughs> yeah. Where's the last place you'll look? Oh, yes. This is so awesome. It's always the last place you look. Yeah. I totally hit it, but she'll, she's never going to find it. <laughs> do and you she, remember where it is? Do I? Oh, yeah. Okay. I know exactly where it is. I'm gonna so say it on here. The only the only way she's gonna find out is is either a she finds it or b she listens to the podcast. Yeah. It so she they've got like cans of beer and pictures on top of their fridge. Mm -hmm. I hit it behind the picture. Like you can't even stand to the side and see it. You have to move the picture. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so one thing I've done to her and, and now her cousin because her cousin does it. They used to she she used to like those um sensies, the things that you plug in the wall yeah and like you need one for a house yeah and you're fine i have one in my room yeah 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 and which is fine that doesn't bother me yeah but like i used to walk into her place and she'd have like two in the living room one in the hallway one in each one in each bad, uh, bathroom one in each bedroom and like one in the kitchen it's like no, like all different scents. No, no, it was all the same scent. Oh, so you okay. like you walk in, it's like someone kicks you in the face. Yeah, yeah, it's like smells like fresh linen. Yeah, like, whoa. Yeah, but like pungently laundry. fresh <laughs> linen. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I started like you ate a Tide Pod. Yeah, <laughs> I I started uh, hiding those. Yeah, and, and that's kind of what started it. Like I would hide them in like obvious places, and right. then. Like I started hiding them so well, I forgot where they were. Yeah, because she would never find them, and then, uh, <laughs> like I, it, it, a lot of them she didn't find until she like moved. Yeah. <laughs> so her cousin started doing the same thing. Yeah. And I was walking in one day, and I was like, oh. And I looked down, and I just like I had that that look on my face. I was looking at it, and Brittany just looks at me. She goes. You're about to hide the shit out of that, are you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. And her cousin doesn't even notice it for like three days. And I, I come in like pretty feel like she just she just figured out that it's hit that it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> I I had been plain sight, like Brittany caught on and started like like figuring out my my hiding yeah. trends so i had to get real clever with it yeah but like i hide them in plain sight so like the one in the hall i literally hid on the it was either on the doorbell or the uh no it's not the doorbell uh on the uh the smoke detector in the hallway <laughs> i literally like literally if you look up yeah. from where it in it's literally like six feet above <laughs> the plug seven feet above the plug yeah <laughs> That's so funny. I love doing shit like that so much. Or like, yeah, I rem- I remember that night we all went out to out in Louisville, and I I don't even remember doing it really. But I like I hid her keys. It was before y'all even started dating. I hid her car keys from her. Yeah, I don't even remember doing any of that. But you were yeah. not smooth about it at all. <laughs> she came back to the table. She's like, "Can you ask Billy for my keys?" <laughs> I the said worst fucking prank ever. I said no. Yeah. <laughs> you that's so you, dumb. You can yeah. ask him. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't know Billy that well, and he's really drunk right now. <laughs> so yeah, I, just, I don't have your keys. Yeah, I I don't have your keys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, Are you mad? Okay, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Are you mad? Are you mad? <laughs> All right. Oh, she's mad. Look at this. She's not using punctuation. That's a. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> awesome. She gets real mad when there's like hand clap emojis between each word. Like, where is it? <laughs> where is it? That. God, that pisses me off when people do that. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that doesn't put emphasis on your words and makes me want to stop talking to you. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, let's get back to Stevie yeah. Wonder. Uh, let's see. We were talking about Ordinary Pain. If that's not the song we're thinking of, whatever. Well, I'm pretty sure this is it, though. I think it happens at the end. She comes in. Is it? I think so. I don't think it's the song because, like, yeah. it's a funky song that she sings. Yeah, I think this one might get funky. I don't know. There's just so much of this album; it's hard to remember it all. Well, it's like uh, that Genesis album, "Lamb Lies Down on Broadway." 
it's one of those it's the same exact thing almost like every time you hear it you hear something that you've never heard before like I've never heard that vocoder before and uh, yeah there's like there's so many p- great parts excuse me so many great parts in this album that you know it's uh, it's hard to keep track of what's what I'm real shitty with song names too I can, oh, me ne- too. I can never remember song me names. too I'm pretty bad with band names, but song names is just ridiculous. See, there's a lot of backup singers back there. Yeah. I think they might come in. All day, Stucker. See, this is like the easy, easy listening, like heartbreak song. Yeah, you know, it like it literally spans almost all genres. He doesn't yeah. have like metal in here, but yeah, he this song could be like in a elevator. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, like a jewelry store or something. Yeah, dentist office. Yeah, totally. It's it's okay. Just relax. It's just an ordinary pain. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna have to yank that tooth out of your fucking skull. <laughs> yeah, but it's an it's ordinary. Yeah, it's an ordinary pain. Did you bring pliers? It's okay, I got some. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hang on. Yeah, knock me out, dog. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> just fucking beats the shit out of you. <laughs> fucking. Karate chops the back of your head. <laughs> judo chop. Yeah, judo. Judy chop. <laughs> yeah, see. There it goes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yes, you're Doesn't right. Doesn't that sound it? like in vogue? Yes. There's an In Vogue song where, like, one of the chicks in that band sings, like, almost exactly like that. That sort of style that... Yeah. It's almost... It's almost nasally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the one that has... uh, It's got a lead going in the left and a lead going in the right right now. You hear that? Yeah. That's so awesome, man. Yeah, this is a Motown album. It's pretty cool. He was on the Motown label. Sassy and and nasally. Yeah. Yeah, like an attitude. Yeah. I think that's a guitar in the left. The in the layers to his songs, yeah. Like I, 
I never really listened like before, but like there's tons of fucking layers. Oh yeah, I mean even that. That I think that's like that sounds like it's like three or four voices. You know? Oh yeah, it's almost like two on each side, and then her lead. You have the drums and the bass mm-hmm. and the guitar and then the two leads. Yeah, and the left. <laughs> yeah. It's like a guitar with like a phaser on it or something. And then you have the keyboard. And a lot of the guitar tone could also be electric piano because if you put enough overdrive. Or like an effect on on like a Rhodes, it'll sound yeah. sometimes like a guitar, especially like a Strat. They have a very similar sort of bell tone. Well, and there's that heavy distorted guitar right in the center. Oh yeah. In the right. Yeah. <laughs> I hope our listeners can listen to this and still that yeah. this album in stereo cuz it's at least while we're saying this cuz yeah, yeah, it's it, so it's, fucking good. It is mixed very very well. It is, man. Like where all the layers are put. There is a lot of layers. That's that's tricky when you're mixing is to find room for everything, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's so see. stuff doesn't get. Uh, it wouldn't do contusion. Okay, yeah, it's pretty quick. Yeah, so this is like the prog rocky song on the album. Yes, it sounds like Ma Vishnu almost. Yes, yeah, yes. That's it. that's exactly what I was thinking when I first heard it. I was like, what? Yeah, especially towards the end. It's all jazzy. This mm-hmm. Jazz chords. Baseline. Yeah, and it's just instrumental too. It's just like a like a jazz jam. God, that's what's so awesome about Stevie Wonder. And his band, like 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 this this song right here is like it just shows like the musicianship of the band. And, like, yeah. I'm just gonna let it ride into the next song because it, the way it goes into the next song, and the next song's a fucking classic. So. Yeah. Uh, that's another th- cool thing about this album is like if you just listen to it from start to finish, it's uh, good. It flows like yeah. it's uh, all the songs are put together really well and in the right order, and you know kind of blends like the mellow with the funky and the you hear that <clears throat> the guitar and the synth yeah syncing up
that's kind of like just a weird little proggy break that they do. Yeah. never noticed those vocals before. <laughs> it's, it's blended so well yeah. in there, man. I've heard this album like... Do you hear that bass? Yeah. I've heard this album a bunch, too. And I'm... There's... Yeah, like I said, there's still stuff like I don't catch. There's so much in there, man. Mm-hmm. So much in there. You get so drawn in by some of the classic songs on this album, too. Like, as soon as you hear them, you're just like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. This is like a timeless song. This song will yeah. be around forever. And ever. Yeah. Not this one. This one's real jammy, but this is a musician. This is a song for the musicians. Yeah. <laughs> and it's early in the album. You know, yeah. like, something like this you would think yeah, would it's be like the fifth later. Song, yeah. fourth song. Yeah. It'll be later. Yeah. But all the songs are like three minutes. Yeah. You know, they're all three minute songs. So like, you know, you play one of his shows, he'll play, you know, 21, 25 songs. Fuck yeah. Whatever. And it's a two hour show. Yeah. You know, a, a, you know, a prog band like Tool or the Contortionist, they play like five songs and it's an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, he's got some songs that are like six minutes, and most of those are like Ordinary Pain, where it goes into a second part. Here yeah. And, uh... Hold on. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. Fucking <laughs> love that. Damn it, I cannot get this cord to wrap around this thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love that. That drum beat, you just sit into it. You're like, ah, it's like riding a horse. With the bass line, too. You hear the... Uh, uh, one thing Carlos always says when he hears, when he walks by and he hears like this a, song, he's like, oh, is this Bruno Mars? <laughs> and it's like, but that's yeah. a testament to how good this is, like, Bruno Mars is having a career writing songs that sound like Sir Duke, you know? Yeah. Like the big... Uh, There's a banjo in there. There's a banjo in there. <laughs> it's the old 20s like... Like all the verses. Listen. It was on the, I heard it on the chorus. I heard on the... It sounded like just like finger picking like... like, like yeah. Four or five note chords. It could be a, a guitar sounding kind of like a banjo. To the left side. There it is. You hear it? Yeah, he's like strumming it like claw hammer. Right? Yeah. He's like doing upstairs. 
<laughs> yeah, it sounds like a banjo or a ukulele. Yeah. Uh, I bet it's a banjo. I bet it's a banjo. Yeah, ukulele would be silly. <laughs> Band fills, man. I love it. Yeah. Where everybody's like. <laughs> I love it so much Yeah Like the runs he does with his voice Yeah God there was There was one song on here Where like He got really really soulful Oh yeah 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 I know uh, I don't know what that is Or like the, almost the whole like yeah, real like like the guttural thing. Guttural hitting the the um, dotted eighth notes. Yeah, you know. I was like, yes, Stevie. Yes, the car. That's you can't song. help but smile when you listen no to that. You know? That like, is like one of the happiest songs ever. I do feel it all. Over. <laughs> I do feel it all over too. <laughs> Yeah, that song. This this album has. There's a lot of songs on here. Like uh, she hasn't texted me back. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so this one, this is another one of the classics. But like, this is another one of those songs that, like, the minute you hear it, it's just yeah, it's just a smiley song. <laughs> Sounds like it's got like crazy fuzz or something on it. Yeah. He had that weird keyboard. It was like designed for him. Um, it was like a clavinova, but it, there was something weird about it. I can't remember what, what was different about it. That vibrato in his voice, man. Yeah. He's just letting loose, too. Sign one for I don't even want to talk over this. I'm just listening to it like oh, I know. this is gonna be one of the most boring episodes. Well, of, of us talking at least. <laughs> yeah. It's just a beautiful song, man. Like the harmonica in there. Yeah. 
Like that's who, him too. Yeah. Playing the harmonica. Oh yeah, it's one of the neck things. That's probably a great instrument for a blind person. Harmonica. I mean, you just fucking. You don't have to use your eyes. Harmonica is mm. so close to your face, you can't see it anyways. Yeah. And it's all about just positioning and kind of feeling, you know. Yeah. I love the bass line. <laughs> the way it just kind of drops in with the the drums. There's a lot of like... <laughs> also with Hamar, because you slide... Yeah. Slide into... And bends. Mm-hmm. studio when this was happening oh my god just like imagining what was going through people's heads like is is this gonna be as good as i feel like it is like i mean we're just gonna let him go yeah and yeah, let's uh, just let him do his thing yeah eventually like we'll have to stop and uh, you know well somebody's gotta mix all this yeah <laughs> i i imagine it went like um the band is in there doing their thing and the producers and you know the producers all the big wigs or even other musicians are just sitting there just like yeah like jaw dropped like yeah I was reading when yeah I'm, we'll take that one yeah when it, what I was reading about the players on the album they were saying that um, a lot of times they would um like if, if he was like in the flow or in the moment, yeah, he kind of just let him go until he was done, pretty much. Oh he yeah, just didn't interrupt. You know, just let him keep going. Like if he switches instruments, just let him switch instruments. You know, like just be ready and just let him finish. And like eventually he'll just be like, all right, somebody else do something. <laughs> just, just let him think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. So like. He would just be in there playing piano, and then he's you know feeling a different instrument, so he'll just go over to a different instrument and start playing it. Yeah, and you just kind of had to have it sort of set up for him. But uh, what's he, he quoted saying? Come on, get out of there! Uh, damn it! Get out of the Oh, there was something else too. Like, they had a bass player play, come in and play uh, bass on this song. Yeah. And after he left, Stevie Wonder replaced it with his keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nah. on this song, yeah. I know. Yeah. I want something else. Yeah. He's like, thanks for the idea, but I like that. But I'm, it's, I'm gonna turn that into mine. Uh, so yeah, as a perfectionist, Wonder spent long hours in the studio for almost every track he recorded. 
he was not eating or sleeping. Uh, everyone around him struggled to keep up. According to Wonder, if my flow is going, I keep on until I peak. Wow. <laughs> so he just doesn't stop. You kind of just have to like be along for the ride. Which would be awesome. Yeah, like watching somebody like that just just go off. Yeah. Be like, just the, so focused. Mm-hmm. She's so mad right now. <laughs> uh, let's see. I want to. I'm gonna. I want to send her on a wild goose chase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else is on here? That's a lot of tracks. I mean, how many songs have we played already? Probably uh, seven ish. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think. Yeah, Ebony Eyes is a pretty cool song. I think Ebony Eyes might be the one where he does the uh, the soul thing at the end. Just told her it's in the pantry. <laughs> it's not in the pantry at all. I'm gonna wait five minutes and be like, oh wait, no, I forgot. It's not in there. Yep. <laughs> she pulls everything out. <laughs> We had a uh, we had a discussion about uh, how like it's not October yet, right? So you can't have Halloween decorations out. No, yeah, definitely not Christmas. Yeah, yeah, like people are like carving pumpkins already. Like, yeah, all right, no. settle down. Oh uh, yeah, October first. That's when you get to do. Yeah. Lucius mentioned that. Mentioned that too. He's like, Dad, we need to decorate for Halloween. I was like, it's not October yet. Yeah. You know, he's like, well, there are pumpkins out everywhere. I was like, oh, I know. Yeah. People are just excited. Yeah, exactly. Not in this house. Yeah, you don't want to be that guy. And he's like, well, my mom and I already carved pumpkins. I was like, that's fine. Yeah. That's her house. We're well, going to have to carve another one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that thing would be dead as shit by Halloween. Oh, yeah. Rotten. 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 <laughs> Maybe this isn't the song with the where he does the. I thought it was. I don't know, man. As the vocal flanger's cool.
There's that vocoder again. Yeah. The tempo's too slow for what I was thinking of. Yeah. I might be making that up. No, no, no. I know exactly what part you're talking about. Like, he does, like, a whole verse like it. Is it the first song, Love's in Need, today? I don't know. That's a great song, though. Yeah. They're all really good. I'll like you. I'll like you. Oh, oh, love's in need of love today. Love's in need of love today. All right. That, uh, yeah, we're going as I, I have that a one because that one is that that's the song that kicks off the whole album yeah and it kind of sets the tone for the whole album too yeah because it's a nice long uh it's got a lot of different sort of show off there's gospel in it. Mm-hmm. right there yeah a, a yet another style yeah good morning friend that's a that's a very interesting way to put it. Good morn or evening, friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This song. Whenever I put this song on it or this album on at work, if people come in during this song, they always come. In on it. They're they're just like, wow. Great song. I'm like, right. It's so fucking good. (laughs) Yeah. There's some like really cool like backup vocals uh, once the chorus kind of kicks in. I'm going to go grab another claw out of the fridge. Do it. I'm going to look up his uh, discography. Okay. Stevie Wonder. 69 years old. <laughs> yeah, 69. Uh, May. Stevland is his real name. Stevland Hardaway Morris. Down to oh, he started in '61. I didn't know that. Discography. Uh, the jazz soul of Little Stevie, tribute to Uncle Ray, with a song in my heart. Stevie at the beach. 
uptight, down to earth. I was I was made to love her someday at Christmas. Ivitz, Ivitz, Red Now, for once in my life, my cherry armor, signed, sealed, delivered. Where I'm coming from, music of my mind, talk, talking book, inversions. Uh, talking book is another really good album. By him. Fulfillingness, first finale. Songs in the key of life. Stevie Wonder's journey through the secret life of plants. <laughs> what? interesting that's interesting uh hotter than july again he's blind yeah <laughs> uh, allegedly but, yeah i bet that was a hard hard one <laughs> journey uh hotter hotter than july the woman in red the square circle characters jungle fever conversation peace a time to love wow that's a lot one, two, that is a three, lot of four, albums. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty-one. They can't all be three, hits either. Four, five, There's got to be some weird stuff in there, like the album about plants. I don't know. I don't know any songs off that album in particular, but I would assume that's very concepty. Seventy-nine. Send one you love. Black Orchard. Outside my window. Orchid, like orchid, not black orchid. <laughs> orchid. <laughs> the fuck. Orchata. It's orchata. <laughs> Earth's creation, the first garden, voyage to India, same old story. Hmm. Same old story. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Venus flytrap. Ainasono. Side two seasons. Power flower. Sin wants your love. Race, race babbling. Side three. Sin won your love. Uh, outside my window. I think outside my window. Wasn't that a? I don't know. Black orchid. Ecclesiastes. Kesege lola deye. Come back as a flower. Is that that's a song name? That's a song name. Come back as a flower. Plants. Side four. A seeds a star tree medley. Secret life of plants tree and finale. Yep, it's this one. That's 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 what we were talking about. I was talking over it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was talking about. That's a very gospel thing. Like this whole like little riffing that he's been doing. (laughs) <laughs> yes Question <laughs> So I told Brittany It's in the pantry Then I said It's not in the pantry And I said It's in the fridge She said Is it really? I said Yes <laughs> <laughs> In all fairness This this is what makes this Really mean on my part So my truck key came off of my key ring um, the last, it was last night as I was getting out of my truck. Yeah. And I didn't realize it till I needed to leave her place this morning. Yeah. So I missed my morning, my Wednesday morning meeting. Yeah. Um, 
because I couldn't find my truck key. I couldn't leave. Yeah. Until I finally found it in my truck. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't like in it's the convenient. admission, so yeah. you yeah. know. But like I had to tear everything apart to find it. She did get up early as fuck in the morning and help me look for it. Yeah. <laughs> it was So that was very nice of her. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have done that. Right. It's like just look in your car. Yeah. Quietly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait me up if so, you find it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, and she did offer to take me to my meeting and whatnot, but I was like, not in these clothes. I'm not going to show show up in the meeting in these clothes. And yeah. I got all my work clothes on at all. <laughs> yeah, you're just in your PJs. <laughs> she just said, I said, yes. She just goes, I can't. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I hate. That's like that Pat Oswald joke. <laughs> I hate. Um, it's just... I love it when when she says stuff like that, like the, the it's like I I just can't right now. I I just can't. Yeah, it's like <laughs> throw your hands up. Moment. Oh, it's so, so funny. Hands in the air. Yeah, like he just like she just doesn't care. <sighs> like, pfft. have you seen on. that? No. Oh, those videos. Uh, it's this guy named Ed Bassmaster, or that's his name on social media or whatever but he does all these stupid characters and there's one uh his name is chip diamond (laughs) and uh awesome yeah it's fucking ridiculous um and he just kind of like hold on those videos aren't very long but he just goes into oh shit what's it about to do don't 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 okay Um, don't do it but yeah he uh like a lot of his videos, they're like, Pfft. you know, that sound. Uh, <laughs> let me see. Chip Diamond. Yeah, so he'll like go into gyms and just, yeah, here we go. Oh, I think I, I think I've seen. Uh, uh, yes. Pretty short video. This is the guy that went in the uh, grocery store, right? Uh, I th- Yeah, there. I think there is one. He goes into the grocery store. Okay, ignore this. I'll have to edit this. Oh yeah, Crank Anchors is back. The, uh, look how he's dressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh. That, that guy walking from oh shit. Are you doing this? No. Hey, Katie Riley and Katie Whittington actually told me about this guy. Yeah, so this guy has got like a mullet wig on, a really horrible Cosby sweater, like jeans from the 90s. You don't think I can do that? And Oakley's from the 90s also. Yeah. And he just walked around acting like a a cocky jerk and he just. Unreal. In the people's face. Unreal. Unreal. <laughs> he just took weights off of somebody's bench bar and put it up. Put up. Still 
For what? <laughs> I said I'd go way higher than that. I'll go twice that high. Stack it up. I ain't got time for it right now, pal. I got better things to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about uh, doing box jumps. Box jumps. Yeah. I'm ready to roll. I think we got it. I just love how he's walking with his arms all spread out. Yeah. Like yeah. that fucking redneck fucking arrogance. The, uh, like their lats are so big they can't fucking put their arms down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Little guys do that too. Oh yeah, like they for do sure. it so they, they they walk like that so they look bigger. Yeah, it's like, it's like a like a cobra. Like a cobra flexes his neck out. It's the same kind of thing. It's the human version of that. Walking with your arms all out, all out. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was the background music from uh, Ed Bassmaster video. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they're going to hear. Yeah. So go check him out on YouTube. It's hilarious. Yeah. It he is does hilarious. that at like car dealerships and shit. Yep. It's, just, it's Chip Diamond. If you just search Chip Diamond. Uh, he went to a uh, furniture store and like ruined furniture. Like oh, he, yeah. he jumped on furniture and broke it and was like, I don't want this piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like jumped off a dresser onto a bed. Yeah. And broke the bed. It was like. Who the fuck would buy this shit? Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> yeah. There's one where he's in the car, lot, uh, used car lot, and it's clearly a used car lot. It's not a brand new car, car lot, you know. And he's he's asking this guy, he's like, "What's the mileage on this?" And the dealer's like, "92." And he's like, "92 miles." <laughs> and he's like, "No, 92,000." And he's like, "I don't know about that, dude." <laughs> 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 the dude's like, well, I can't do shit about that. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you take a couple of those off for me. And he's all like kicking the tires and shit. And the guy's like, hey, man, quit kicking the car. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dumb, but it's hilarious. That's funny. Maybe uh, one more song. Yeah, let's do one more. Uh, we already played a lot of the classics, but uh, let's see. We didn't do as. We didn't do as, and that's the one with Herbie Hancock on oh, yeah, we got the electric fucking, piano, I believe. We gotta fucking play yeah. it. Here we go. Oh yeah, I remember that song. See, I'm shitty with song names, but as soon as I hear it, I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is fucking Stevie. Stevie, you motherfucker. <laughs> you blind motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, you know, Allegedly. At, <laughs> no looking ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking toilet paper sniffing motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I need to walk around with a cane looking ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all yeah. fucking talented and shit. Yes, uh, it's got this has the drummer's doing a samba. 
Yeah, with that rib shot. The, no, the bass. Like the kick drum. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, this song is great, dude. I forget about this one. Don't sleep on as as. <laughs> Herbie Hancock played on. Yeah, this is Herbie. Oh, Herbie Hancock. Yeah, I think you mean Herbie Hancock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so This is not A little different from the last episode This is not a brand new album <laughs> This is an old album, but Fucking one of the greatest of all time Oh yeah And the double album part of it just makes it so awesome Because there's just so many Fucking bangers on this album Yeah, what are you saying about runs? Yeah. With his well, voice. I think this is the song where he does the... At the end. Yes! The guttural thing. Pretty sure this is it. Like the last verse, I think. I think you're right. It's coming up. Gotta give Herbie a solo in here somewhere. And that jazz guitarist. Is this the one with the jazz guitarist too? Uh no, George Benson was on a different song. Ah, Yes. Yeah, that's it. George Benson was on another star. Is that Stevie Wonder? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. It had to have been. Let's see. There was a list of performers on this. I don't think that was Stevie Wonder. No, that was either. Let's see. Wow, kind of a cool story. 
Yeah, dude, that was him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the song implies that the love the singer has for his partner will never diminish. As he says that he will love her until the physically until it physically becomes impossible. Or until the physically impossible becomes true. The impossible feats include rainbows burning the stars out of the sky, oceans covering the tops of every mountain, dolphins flying, parrots living at sea, dreaming of life and life becoming a dream, day becoming night and vice versa, trees and seas flying away, eight times eight times eight equaling four, this day becoming the last day, the earth turning right to left, the earth denying itself, Mother Nature saying her work is through, and until the day that you are mine and I am you. Or, you are me and I am you. Isn't that cool? It's crazy, man. It's just like a hundred ways to say that I'll love you forever. Stevie Wonder, man. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to, you know, obviously do that album. He has many more. Yeah. Well, but that, that is one. the classic. That's that's a really good one. Yeah. Um, you know, we uh, we talked about, like, being in the studio when, when, like, this was happening and how awesome that'd be. People, you know, with time machines... Mm-hmm. You know, like what? What would you do with the time machine? Like, oh, I'll go back and kill Hitler. Yeah, I'd I'd go visit recording sessions and that see, would be, like, be like a fly on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nobody knows you're there. You're just you're not disturbing anybody. Yeah, uh, your uh, your being there doesn't affect their performance, so it ends up being the same. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just kind of yeah, yeah. You're not fucking anything up, right? Exactly. Is, you know, some random time traveler coming into the studio is going to sneezing and coughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really great, guys. Yeah, is that a car out front? No, no, it's a telephone booth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my DeLorean. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, what's a DeLorean? Shut up, the players sing song. Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> like, yeah, you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll see you'll see <laughs> i've i've no time for these conversations struggle <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you definitely got to talk in whispers if you Play come from the future <laughs> you don't know as much as i do yeah <laughs> yeah we're just deaf Worship me as your god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Behold, I am a lighter. Yeah, we yeah. got those two. Fire. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. like, how, oh. how far did I come back? You guys discovered fire shit. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, you already have phones? Fuck. I didn't yeah. go back far enough. I didn't go back far enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guys are fucking, yeah, you're, you're on the downhill. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Not according to Steven Pinker, who's holding it strong, positive. But yeah, it's not looking good, Stephen. That Enlightenment Now book. Oh yeah, jeez. Like when you read it, by the time you're done, you're like, you know, we'll be fine. It'll be fine. And then, yeah, the the gaps between reading it, uh, being on Facebook and shit, you're like, wow, it's it's not gonna be fine. It's not gonna be. Doesn't seem fine. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna read that book again. (laughs) It's like a shot of heroin. That's funny. Yeah. But it would be cool to go back and like, like what, what three albums would you like to see recorded? If you had to pick three fucking albums. Yeah. I would have liked to seen Led Zeppelin one probably. Yeah. Because that was the one that sort of, uh, like the way he recorded all the guitars. It was through a little tiny amp and it was one of the first times they used room miking to, make a guitar amp sound like a massive amp, but it was really just like a little tiny six by nine speaker. Oh, wow. Like all the guitar tone comes out of this tiny little Supro amp that has six by nine, like a car speaker in it. Oh, wow. But they put a mic up close to capture all the, like the anger of it. And then they put a mic like uh, six to 10 feet back in the room in a giant room. Yeah. So that amp, that little itty bitty amp sounds fucking huge. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. So seeing shit like that, um, uh, any of the, any Rick Rubin session, I would like to be, a, I'd like to see, like maybe the yeah. Mars Volta deloused. That would have been really That'd cool. That'd be to cool. See. Or a System of a Down's first album with him. Hmm. That would have been the shit to see. I'd like to because uh, they were creepy back then. I'd like to uh, uh, go watch Dark Side of the Moon. Oh yeah. Because Alan Parsons was there. Mm. Yeah. You know the Alan Parsons project? I think so. Uh, he was the engineer on that album, like when he was like a kid. Right, right. Like a young right. adult. Right. And then yeah, he became like this him. crazy famous like uh, producer and songwriter like later on. And then... Um... Yeah, that would be a good one. Dark Side for sure. Dark Side would be awesome. Just to see David Gilmore like put these just amazing leads down. Yeah. And Okay. Yeah, just with what, headphones on. What do you think of that one? With like the most stoic dude ever, ever of all time. Yeah. Like he just has the same just you know, I don't give a fuck look on his face yeah. all the time. And just kills everything. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to see the recording of, of Lateralis, too. Yeah, that, that would be cool. would be amazing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because maybe Anima. Maybe Anima. Yeah. Um, it's a toss-up between those two because it seems like between those two, Maynard started... Um, uh, like kind of disassociating with the band, 
Yeah. You know, I think Anima was a huge turning point for him and, and Lateralis was a pinnacle. Right. Um, so. Yeah, uh, Anima kind of broke him and then, or broke him into the public eye and then Lateralis kind of solidified what well, they were, you know. Um, undertow, like, like, broke him into the public oh, eye. Oh, yeah, because they had sober yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Intolerance. Mm-hmm. You used to be able to hear that one on the radio. Ah, uh, dude, uh, that that had been a cool album to see too. You can find some footage of that on YouTube, like when they're um, recording uh, um, "Disgustipated." Yeah, uh, and they're literally in like an old warehouse, or it might be the studio, but like they're in this like huge room, and they're taking turns going and shooting like a piano. They shoot a fucking piano cool. with it. Yeah. And like they all make all these like hit a piano with a bat, make all these different noises with this old, like upright piano. And yeah. It ends up being like super destructive. Yeah. Uh, and um That's crazy. Yeah. It, I mean it, it, that you can see that, but it'd be cool to be there for that. Yeah. Um You can get the Queen albums like Nine at the Opera. That would have been oh, really cool yeah. to see. Yeah, I think like that'd those be awesome. guys all collaborating together. Yeah, absolutely. Because you get a little glimpse of that in the movie. The movie does does a really good job, uh, from what I would assume. You know, right? Like the way that they kind of, uh, you know, they throw a little bit of like audio engineering jargon in there, and you're kind of yeah. like, oh, okay, they're trying really hard yeah. to make this pretty legit. You pretty know, legit, yeah. and also like the just the way that those guys would come up with songs and melodies and. Uh, you know, because every everybody in the band wrote the music, so right, like, you like every day would be a new song and a new genre, right. pretty much. So like, you know, you got like bicycle, and then like the next song is "We Will Rock You." You know, right? It would right. be awesome to you know just like every day you're just like, oh, we're doing this song now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how does that go? Like, what were we doing yesterday? Yesterday was. We are the champions. Like, what is what is today? Like, that's fucking yeah. crazy. <clears throat> yeah, um, I'd in probably for like my third one, I'd I'd probably find like going to the studio with like Molly Crew or Kiss, like some fucking party band. Yeah, and just that'd be nuts. That would be nuts. I, you know what? I bet those bands like in the studio, like they partied after, like like they I think they partied the whole time. Well, like, I think in the studio, like, yeah. they went in the studio and they worked. Yeah. And, and then after they got done in the studio, for that day, they'd go party. Yeah. Well, I don't think know? there was a, I mean, I can't speak for, like, a lot of the 80s bands. I think a lot of the 80s bands were just partying to party, like, just get fucked up to get fucked up. Right. And they probably did a lot of shit in the studio, but I would guess during, like, the 70s and 80s, cocaine was everywhere oh in yeah every single studio and that was like the thing you did to get work done you know what i mean it was like oh yeah it's like we're all gonna do it yeah because we're all gonna finish this tonight you know yeah what I mean? like, <laughs> okay then, this needs to be then done we'll go tonight. get fucking drunk yeah but right now you know it's fucking you know here we you, go your drums start you know do yourself a couple rails let's fucking do this <clears throat> maybe yeah. maybe in the studio with Jimi hendrix would be cool too yeah that would have been cool because he was uh, always really loud. The Who would have been cool too. Because it was they're like both those like uh, Pete Townsend and Jimi Hendrix kind of tested the limits of like reasonable volume. 
Oh yeah, like with those full Marshall stacks and yeah, cranking them up and feedbacking and playing. Uh, I mean Pete Townsend especially he's playing like humbuckers through them and uh, yeah, like that's that's like a whole different level of volume and yeah, um, trying to deal, trying to see how like the engineer would have dealt with that. It's like mm. I need to catch this jet plane <laughs> on a mic. Yeah. Just the Because it's literally a jet plane. It's the like, jets are like one thirty five DB and those mm. amps get up to one twenty, one twenty five easily. Mm-hmm. Um It's insane, man. Yeah. It's where like you can't even hear you can't even distinguish notes anymore because all your ears are doing are just kinda like yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a distortion almost. Like uh, organic, you know, fucking distortion yeah, in your inner ear. Crazy. Yeah, just those bones crazy. are just like, what the fuck is happening? Awesome. Yeah, I bet watching the Eagles in the uh, in the studio was pretty fucking awesome too. Yeah, Steely yeah. Dan. Oh yeah, that might have been that might have actually been kind of obnoxious being in there with them, but it would have been really cool to see. Uh, like how, you know, nitpicky and perfect everything had to be. Yeah. But that probably, that might have gotten on my nerves a little bit too. So it's like, guys, I mean, like last 30 sounded great. Like going through yeah. like 30 drummers for Asia. It's like, all right. I mean, there was probably like three or four dudes in the middle of all that that killed it. Yeah. And they were just like, I don't know. You know yeah. Next. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just not feeling it. Yeah. I'm just not feeling it. And what I always think is funny about this story is like they pick Steve Gadd, like that's Steve Gadd on that recording, and he's one of the greatest drummers of all time. And it's like, why didn't you just pick him first? Yeah. Like, yeah, you knew he was good. good. It's like they're like, Steve, just come back in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who else is left? Yeah. After thirty drummers, who Steve, Steve Guest, that's uh that's crazy too because like uh it's probably a scheduling thing. They had uh the Purdy on a bunch of their songs. Yeah, um you know from the Purdy Shuffle. Yeah, on that album like Home at Last, uh that uh that that's a funny story because he's he was talking about. Uh, they were like, we want you to come in and do a shuffle, but we don't want it to be the Purdy Shuffle. We just want to shuffle. And he was like, uh, okay. So he, he's tried to play something. <clears throat> and they were like, no, that's not quite it. That's not quite it. And he's like, all right. So he like changed it a little bit. And they're like, it's closer, but that's not quite it. And then he just started playing the Purdy Shuffle. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Perfect. <laughs> he's like i could have been doing that shit the whole time yeah it's like named after me and do you know like there was another like during that same documentary they were talking about because it's like one of those classic album documentaries about asia and they're talking about how uh when bernard purdy went into the studio he had he would set up these signs next to his drum kit and one Mm -hmm. one on a on like his uh on his right side would say uh you done it and on the other side, it would say, you'd hired the hit maker. <laughs> <laughs> you done it. And he just set up these signs in the studio by his drum kit. So while you're That's recording hilarious. him, he's just like these giant signs. He's fucking right. Oh, yeah. I mean, the party shuffle is like, uh, yeah. you know, it's one of the best, you know, grooves of all time. 
like so many variations of it and shit. So. Yeah, that's one of my favorite beats. Like the ghost notes. What oh, that's a, that's what makes any shuffle yeah. is the fucking ghost notes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. Oh, that birdie. is pretty awesome. All right, man, we made it through it. Yeah, fifty-three. Yeah, we talked about Tool again. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. I tried it's not okay. to. I did I mean, my best. Yeah. I really yeah. did my best. How many more fans of the band? Whatever. So, God. Yeah. yeah, I've been listening That's to the shit out of that album too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is uh, episode fifty-three. Little little tribute to Stevie Wonder. Fuck yeah, it's a great album. If you don't have it, buy it on iTunes or whatever, what we, uh, or Spotify, whatever. However you listen to music. What are we what are we going to do next? Uh I feel like we should decide this now. We should decide it now. Maybe announce it. Let me see. Let me see some of the suggestions here that we had. Um well, there's one right at the top that this is actually what my dad suggested and I thought it would be cool. Uh Live at the Fillmore by the Allman Brothers. Deal. All right, cool. <laughs> Deal. Yeah, so next episode we're going to be listening to the Almond Brothers. Almond Brothers. Yeah. Again, not another new album, but a fucking classic. A timeless That's album. All right. There's a lot of really cool stories about that album, too, because they were recording that album the exact same weekend that Derek and the Dominoes were recording the Layla album. So Dwayne Almond, I'll stop there, is on both yeah. albums. I'll tell the story when we listen to it. So, but yeah. Um, uh yeah, so Stevie Wonder, Songs in the Key of Life. Fucking Almond. great album. It's a double album. You get like fucking 20 songs. Yeah, you get almost two hours worth of great music. Yeah, just classic hits. We listened to a bunch of them. Uh, I think we played at least like 10, at least. Well over yeah. Half, so Yeah, we, we played at least one whole side. Yeah, but enjoy it. Stevie Wonder's the shit. All right, I'm Blake. I'm Billy. Love you, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>